Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 37 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Got an interest bit. I'm already tripping over my words about one minute in. Uh, we've got an interesting show for you this week. Lots of great stuff. I'm going to try to minimize my ranting uh, as best I can. And uh, you, you'll notice for those of you that have been clamoring for the live feed, I know, I know. It, like I'm there. It's just I had some issues this week, not personal issues, professional issues, and I'm going to get into that a little bit. And in fact, if you've if you've been on the website the past couple days, you probably are aware of those issues already. Uh, so we'll get into that in just a minute. But we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook.com/slash/GoTellItToTheWall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. I'm going to keep you updated on uh, all new episodes, all new content, all kinds of great stuff. So make sure you like that page. Of course, our YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our videos, uh, the live, the video feeds, as well as what were the live feeds and will soon again be the live feeds uh, are all posted on the YouTube channel, uh, and as well as our beer reviews, our parenting playlists, our mental health playlists, all kinds of great other stuff. So make sure you're subscribed there. Uh, and of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalShawn. That's right, at SoCalShawn. Uh, as I've said previously, we are getting more and more content up there on uh, Instagram that isn't just related to, to myself, but also related to go tell it to the wall. Uh, and in fact, one thing I'm working on now, and if, if you follow me on Instagram, you've, you've noticed this, uh, I'm trying to, to get studio shots out there, which, and this isn't so much because like I'm obsessed with posting pictures of myself. Uh, it's more because those of you that have been listening for a long time, especially watching, but even just listening, I mentioned it, I have a lot of uh, t-shirts that I bring into the studio. I wear these on purpose. Uh, so I'm trying to, to also help promote other artists and other bands and everything else. And, uh, and in doing so, posting those actual studio shots on Instagram uh, a lot of times with a link. We're definitely going to get around to, the, to, to doing that with this particular episode because I am wearing my drink coffee, put on some punk rock, and handle it. This is a, a Chaos merch shirt that I've gotten. We've talked about Chaos merch. Going to mention them again at the very end. Uh, but we've talked about Chaos merch. There, uh, that's Gabby Chaos doing the Bassists Against Racist line. But these kind of shirts, I like to, to get them out there in the world and share some links and then hopefully drudge up some sales. I know you're listening, Tom, uh, and uh, and seeing. And I didn't even post those photos yet. But, but since Tom is a patron and gets early access, he noticed my... Um, which I guess you would see in the videos anyway, because it's not, but th there's still photos that get posted if you're a patron. You get to see these exclusive photos. Uh, and he noticed my, my drowned shirt, and I'm pretty sure ordered one like the next day. So shout out to you, Tom. It is a great shirt. I don't know if you got one for, for uh, your kiddo too, but, but uh, I have one uh, uh, in my daughter's size. And so we can, we can do some matchy matchy if we want to. Uh, but that's Instagram. Trying to do more and more of that. See, I'm already getting tangented here. Uh, so, so make sure you're, you're following on, Insta on Instagram. Uh, and you also, you know, I like to try to also share other people's stuff, uh, you know, friends, obviously friends, but friends that are artists and musicians and everything else. Uh, so please, SoCalShawn, at SoCalShawn, join on, join in on the Instagram, fun. It's where I spend the, the majority of my time is really um, 
like the majority of my time, my entire day is spent on Instagram. No, uh, the, the, the majority of my time that is spent on social platforms is pretty much spent, uh, on Instagram, a little bit on Facebook, but my, my like own personal, like, Oh, I'm just scrolling. Cause I'm bored is usually Instagram. Uh, and of course <laughs> our website for everything pertaining to go tell to the wall, common sense Sundays and myself, Sean O'Rourke head over to Sean O'Rourke uh, bookmark it. You'll notice if even if you go there right now, uh, the the website's not down. The website's there. You can still access a bunch of other things. But I'll tell you, I was I went, and this is why we are not doing a live stream today because I've been stressing about out about the website for a few days now. I went to do a small edit on I don't know. I think it was it was Thursday night, and like my whole the whole homepage for Sean Work Live just kind of went away. Not the whole thing, but a whole bunch of content on there was just gone. And I'm like frantically, like, oh my god! And this has happened before, where I click something weird or an update comes through. Uh, you know, I host through Wix, um, an update, and then something happens. But you can always go back, and you're just. I'm like, no, give, give me that ver that saved version that I had. Wasn't letting me do that. So right now, if you go to SeanWorkLive.com, you're not going to see what you usually see on the homepage. However, you will still be able to link to all of those things that I've just mentioned. Our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, uh, Twitter still on there, Instagram. All, all those links are still working. You're just not going to see the usual vibrant like homepage that you that you would see. And if you're someone that goes to listen to the podcast through the website, uh, that's one thing you currently you can't do right now. But you can still get to the videos. You can still get to the photos. You can still get to, get to the blog posts. Uh, Patreon is, Patreon is still working. Uh, you will find that on there. It'll link directly to it, as well as our merch site. All of that's still functioning. It's just the, the website is, is having some issues. And it's funny because I was banging my head against the wall for a little while. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it in mental health. But I got, I got like no sleep Thursday night because this happened late at night Thursday night. And I woke up in the middle of the night going, oh, my God, the website's down. The website's It's really not that big a deal. Like it's because the whole thing's not down. You can still get there and it's not the whole, it's not an error page. It's, um, so I'm futzing with it on Friday morning. I'm like, I can't get this to work. I can't get this to work. And I'm not the most technical person on the face of the earth. Like I'm, I'm no way. I, I, I really cannot wait until the day I can just have somebody handle the website completely and not have to touch it outside of just being like, get this content up there or, you know, here's my blog post or whatever else. It's, it's just like the technical side is not for me. So I gave up and I, I ended up calling I, not even email. I was like, I'm calling them, calling them. So I go through Wix and I'm go go through multiple levels of stuff because they're running. They're like, oh, I see this error. Yeah, no, it's not working for me. I'm like, thanks. Like, and and shout out to Wix customer service because they they really did a great job. And like I said, I had to go through one stage and they're like, no, this is above our my department's head. Another stage and a lot more troubleshooting. No, we got to send this up to the development team. So now it's sitting there with the development team and they it's like literally red flagged. So I'm hoping any it, I could be sitting in the studio and it gets fixed, you know, and, and maybe if you haven't noticed and you listen to this and it's, it may already be fixed. But I, I don't know when that's going to be. It's it's really in the hands of the Wix development team at this point because there's no more that I can do. I just yeah. I wish I was that technically savvy. I'm just I've never been crazy uh, like technically savvy when it comes to digital things, you know. Even running sound, that, that one always cracks me up because people just, they assume that I can run sound really well, and I can, uh, but the way I can run sound really well is I spent years, like, trial and error sound and, and running huge amps and, you know, everything else uh, when, I was a, when I was a DJ. So really, all of that knowledge is just, it's trial and error, and even if I'm running sound right now, I'm still like, um, think, nope, 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 oh, that, nope, sounds good. All right, here we go. <laughs> so I'm, it's just, it's not, it's not for me. I'm much better at yelling at a wall and, and spreading the common sense.
That's why I wasn't a super technical person in the marketing realm. That was creative marketing, for the love of God. All right, digital trends. Oh, boy, if you open Twitter this morning, you might have got freaked out a little bit. I did. I'm really, like, it's such a silly thing to complain about. Um, but it's like you, you, you pause for a sec. So Willie Nelson was trending this morning on Twitter, and I went, oh, God. But it's so funny. I think people are, are used to it now. So when you click on like a, a trending topic in Twitter and it's something like like, you know, Willie Nelson is suddenly trending, you know, or Betty White comes up and it's like the first entry is like, oh, thank God he, he's not gone. <laughs> like, So Willie Nelson is trending today. Fortunately, uh, he is OK. Uh, but I did get a little bit worried, you know. Uh, also, hashtag that is I just I was short on hashtag content this week. I'm not a big fan of this one, but hashtag. Why men never listen in four words. This is just silly. And, and I'm all for, like, joking about stereotypes. Uh, you know, I'm sure my wife has caught me not listening uh, before. Although, to be fair, I'm very good at listening. I think I had to train myself over the years to, to multitask when it comes to listening. You know, when you're on a microphone, you're also playing music, and you have a wedding coordinator talking in one ear. You've got to learn to focus on all three of those things. So I'm pretty good about it, but I get it, you know. Um, and you saw a lot of people like, because they're playing video games, and I was like, yeah, I get, you know, guys play the video games. Ha, 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 stereotypes. I will say, though, because this being, uh, again, hashtag why men never listen in four words, it could be the long-ass hashtag. Because I got tired reading that hashtag. So, you know, maybe simplify things. Maybe that's why. I I don't know. Personally, I'm a... I'm a pretty good listener. I think my wife would attest to that. I mean, everyone gets caught like, oh, nope, sorry, I wasn't I'm a pretty good listener myself. Uh, but maybe you have some funny things to share there. Uh, this one I really enjoyed. Hashtag fake Daft Punk facts. Uh, Daft Punk has officially broken up after, what, 20-some years or 30 years or whatever. Um, and it's nothing against Daft Punk. I, I'm just, like, I know some of their songs, obviously. Like, everybody knows some Daft Punk songs, but I was never a huge fan. Like, I enjoy it. It's like, oh, that's fine. I'm not a huge electronic music fan in general. Like, there, there's, like, a couple of groups, artists that I like, and outside of that, I'm like, oh, you know, do you. Not for me. Uh, but people are really up in arms, like, oh, my God, Daft Punk. And then, of course, the jokes. I mean, the jokes are funny, even if you're a Daft Punk fan, because, of course, everyone starts riffing on the helmets. Uh, and there's a lot of, like, old just photos that people pulled up, and they're like... And there's that whole meme thing, I'm going to tell my kids this is blah, blah. I'm going to tell my kids this is Daft Punk, and it's, you know, it's like the Mandalorian and... and uh, you know, Boba Fett or whatever. Really funny. Uh, but this one, hashtag fake Daft Punk facts people are having fun with. And of course, I had to go with, uh, they play the trash fans at Burning Man. <laughs> For those of you that are burners out there, uh, Daft Punk, it's a crazy rumor every year. Uh, no no more now because they're not even a band. But you would joke and say, oh, Daft Punk is playing the trash fence. And I'm not going to get an explanation about what the trash fence is. But it, it's like the furthest point in Burning Man that you can go. Uh, it, it's like out from the city. And, and you look back and you're like, oh, shit. That's my, I mean, my first time at the trash fence was late at night. And if, if you know me personally, I'll tell you that story personally. I don't I don't share that story uh, on the podcast on any of these episodes. But it, it, it's an ongoing joke. So, of course, that would be the fake Daft Punk fact because they've never played the Trash Man. <laughs> I don't even know if they've ever been at Burning Man. Uh, but it always cracked me up because myself, when I go to the burn, uh, I am what you would call a heckler. I like to sit on the porch of my camp with a megaphone. My megaphone's actually sitting right over here. One day maybe I'll get to start making noises with it on the podcast and hurt all of your eardrums. Uh, but, I, you know, I like to mess around with people. And all in fun. 
Like, never, I'm never, like, I'm not trying to make anyone cry. Sometimes someone does deserve to cry, you know, but I'm not trying to make everyone cry, but it's always joking. And the Daft Punk thing is really a big thing because you can always tell people who haven't been to the burn or they, they're not aware of this joke. And you say, oh, Daft Punk's playing the trash fence at four o'clock, blah, blah. And a few years ago, I had it. Like, I had said it to a couple people, and I knew I got them. And, like, we're sit- I'm sitting on the porch with some campmates, and we're like, oh, God, they're, they're going to they're gonna go to the trash fence at 4 o'clock or whatever it was. And I kid you not, a few minutes later, like, a couple more people came by, and they're like, hey, we heard Daft Punk is playing the trash fence. Do you have information? Start making stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, they're going to be over at, uh, you know, 6 o'clock at, four, you know, and 6 o'clock is time of vision visually wise you know i mean i don't mean six o'clock time wise i mean you know you say you're 12 o'clock you're six o'clock or whatever making shit up <laughs> like another couple people come by and it, it was like five groups of people after that, and i'm just going okay guys now now am i getting teased like are you you realize that i'm messing with you now you're messing with me who knows uh i really hope there were a bunch of people at the trash fence that particular day but fake daft punk trap hashtag fake daft punk facts uh they play the trash fence every year at burning man Oh, and the Facebook friend requests. I mentioned this last week. I don't know what's happening. I think I'm just, and it's not, it's not like a super cool popular thing. Everyone's like, oh, there's Sean O'Rourke of Go Tell to the Wall because the Go Tell to the Wall page numbers have not had this, uh, this much, that nearly as much of an increase as my own personal stuff. So something's going on. I think I'm just being put at the top of friend requests. And it's gotten to the point where I've, you know, I always say like, oh, I just accept friend requests. I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever. I'm getting so many of them now and some of, and some of them are spam. I, I can see I'm like you know okay okay bot like i don't need this um but i've gotten to the point now where i'm just i can't just accept all of the requests that come through and again it's not because i'm so popular it's just there's so many uh, that i don't have time necessarily to like click and be like are you a person like do you actually know me somehow or are you just collecting friends you know whatever um but i will tell you one way that i sort through them is if i get some friend requests and i've been waking up to them every morning the ones that do get approved is if I see a bunch of like 50 mutual friends or 30 mutual friends and then I see a couple people on there that, that I know well, um, then then I am accepting. Again, not because I'm so popular. I don't know what's happening. It's not a popularity thing. I'm not that popular for the love of God. Never been that popular. Jeez, I don't think I can handle it. My head would just explode. All right, COVID updates. We got some good news here. Uh, Johnson & Johnson, the single-dose vaccine has been approved in the U.S. This is a single-dose vaccine. Just got approved like yesterday or the day before. Uh, and now we have three different vaccines in the U.S. Uh, in fact, my mother just got her first vaccine the other day. Uh, so now all parents and grandparents that are still living uh, for me and my wife ha- have all now gotten their first vaccine. So that's a little bit of pressure off you know, kind of my family, I guess. Uh, and just kind of wait until I can get mine. It's it's going to be interesting uh, when, that, when that'll actually happen. Uh, testing has slowed down. Now, this is an interesting thing that I want to make sure people are aware of. I think, uh, you know, for me, I, I haven't been tested. I haven't had to be tested because I've, for the most part, been at home. Uh, I haven't traveled at all. I've just been at home. I, I no interaction with people, um, you know, outside of my father-in-law, uh, who has who now come here. But he quarantined, went and got tested. So I haven't done a lot, I haven't done any testing. Just you know, uh, com- then compared to my brother-in-law, who's who's working on sets right now, I think he's getting tested a couple times a day. Uh, but the testing has slowed kind of overall. Obviously, these sets and these sporting events, the NBA, you know, lots of testing going on. Uh, but the testing has slowed because of the vaccines coming out. The interesting thing on this is if you're somebody that's that is out and about but can't get your vaccine, think about still getting tested because this is helping them to track. 
the like the actual spread of COVID. So it seems like we are in a good spot. Numbers are starting to look better and better almost on a daily basis. However, uh, there is some worry from officials that we're we're being lulled into kind of this false sense of security uh, because people just aren't getting tested. Which is this is interesting because that was the whole thing with the Orange Menace, you know, less than a year ago, where he's like, "Oh, there's so many high numbers because so many people are getting tested." I'm like, Jesus Christ. And now, yes, you were right, orange one, but now it could be a problem because the numbers aren't going to be as accurate as they should be. So consider that that fact. If you're watching the numbers in your city, your area, uh, or if you're somebody that has that has to go out and you know you're a grocery worker, healthcare worker, or whatever. I mean, I think healthcare workers are getting tested fairly regularly, but I don't know about grocery workers um, that have a lot of interaction. Consider continuing to get tested, even if uh, you know, even if you're you feel a little more secure than you did you know less than a year ago. Uh, and we're hearing a possible surge maybe coming. Uh, it's warnings that are similar to what we had in the fall, where we had that big fall surge. Uh, so who knows? I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that that we are we're not going to have that surge. You know, more and more vaccines, more and more everything, more just and more and more caution. Um, which was interesting. I saw you see articles that people are like, oh, there's really no flu this year. And then people are like, oh, that's because of the COVID. No, what's happening is COVID has, has basically cannibalized the flu. And then on top of that, because people are wearing masks and social distancing, they didn't spread the fucking flu. It's amazing how that happens. Science. Science, wall fans. Science. Oh, man. We're going to watch out for that surge, though. Hopefully just no. No surge. All right, let's talk a little bit of some mental health here. I uh, I want to take a moment, and I, I've mentioned this previously, but I want to just, and not crazy detailed, but just get a, a little more detail for you, uh, and focusing on self-care for yourself. I'm challenging myself to, I have been for the past week or so, challenging myself um, to a little bit of self-care. And what this means is it doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, you're pampering yourself. A lot of people think that. Uh, this is really just doing things that help you to either kind of reset or improve your mood um, or just take your mind off of things. So, so consider going at your own speed. Everybody has different self-care. And I plan to talk about this in the next episode, kind of differences in self-care. Uh, but go in your own speed. Just because you know somebody that, that's killing it and like baking 50 loaves of bread a day and all this stuff because, you know, in the pandemic, like don't compare yourself to that. Go at your own speed. If your own speed is, is you got up and you took a shower and then you laid on the couch, that's fine. That's what your, your self-care is. And set smaller goals. That's the thing is, I think this is even people who don't deal with a mental health problem or a mental illness, you run into these problems where you, you constantly have a running list, but everyone just continues to add to that list. And there are these huge pie in the sky things. They're like, re-roof the house. And it's like, okay, there's something between doing nothing and re-roofing the house. So set those, those smaller goals and consider what is doable with how you're feeling and what you're physically capable of at that time. And speaking of physically capable, take care of yourself physically. I think a lot of people that haven't dealt with ment mental illness in their lives or or even been around someone uh, regularly that deals with mental illness, you don't don't realize the physical toll that it can take on your body. And I've talked about this before. My body will go into shutdown mode uh, at times when I have a, a real panic attack, like an actual panic attack, an actual anxiety attack, not when you know people are like, oh my God, I'm ever... No, like physically hyperventilating, sweating, everything. It takes a toll on my body. My body will just shut down. Shut down. And in fact, this morning, I stayed in bed till 10 a.m. And I've been doing pretty good as far as my mental health state. 
Um, but the website thing and, and other things, obviously, that we've talked about uh, over the past few episodes. And like I said, I, I wasn't feeling really tired. I just kind of needed a reset, you know. And my wife was up. Uh, my wife, she got up. She got my daughter up. My It was, it was it was great morning because my daughter, <laughs> I could hear my wife like, oh, you want to, you know, should we have like a reading nook? Oh, you want to cuddle in the reading nook and read? You know, they like to do that when she wakes up. She's like, no. She comes running out of the room. She runs in our room and I could, I could hear her coming around the bed and she just like jumps into bed and starts cuddling with me. I was like, okay, this is nice, you know. Um, but I just, I stayed in bed till 10 and my wife came in at one point. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just, I just want to lay here. And she's like, okay, you know, and, and that was a little bit of my self-care. And that's when you have to listen to your body, physically. I wasn't, like, shut down. I just needed a little bit of extra. I wasn't even really sleeping. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, just just contemplating life. I wasn't, though. I was just kind of laying. Like, I just needed a little bit of rest, you know, between dealing with website stuff and knowing I'm coming to the studio on a Sunday. I just needed a little bit of chill-out time, and that's what I did. That's what I did, and then I got up at 10 a.m., had some breakfast, and, and got to work. That's what we do here. Uh, and this week, I want everyone, based on that, I want all the wall fans and common sensors out there uh, to challenge yourself. And that sounds like challenge. No, what I mean is challenge yourself to some self-care. So it's not a challenging physically thing, mentally thing. It's the challenge of allowing yourself some self-care. Set those goals, you know, smaller goals. Take care of yourself physically. I'm challenging all of you to do that this week. Slow down, rest, and don't feel bad about doing it. And then I want you to focus on one small thing. And if you're up for it this week in your daily life, even if you're just stuck at home, take at least one morning, drink coffee, put on some punk rock, and handle it. That's my challenge to all of you this week. And if you're not a punk rock fan, put on some, you know, hip-hop and handle it. Whatever it is, handle it. But don't, don't overdo it. Don't overdo it for yourself. All right, we got some positive news. Oh, I like this one. This one, it's just interesting. And I often complain about a certain thing, but here's 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 an area where it can be an advantage. So there's a woman from New York. Uh, she bought a used book in a used bookstore 15 years ago. Uh, when she brought the book home, she actually found a family picture in it. Uh, would appear to be a husband and wife and, and two daughters. Uh, and it looked like it was from about the 60s. She bought this book 15 years ago, like so 2005, 2006. Uh, recently... She'd, she'd often, you know, she said she'd often pull out the photo and look at it, and it was, it was a very nice photo, and she would kind of contemplate, you know, where this family is now and, you know, how just, just kind of a, you know, fun thing. Recently, she decided to, to reach out for some help, so she posted the photo on Twitter, like a, a, a picture of the photo. Within 48 hours, she had found one of the daughters in the photo. And in fact, uh, it wasn't, it might not have been within 48 hours she found daughter in the photo. Within 48 hours, she had uh, someone who ended up being the niece of the father in the photo reached out and said, I think that's my, or, or maybe great niece, like great uncle or uncle, whatever it was, and then ended up connecting her with one of the daughters in the photo, who's now 65. These are young, young girls in the photo, obviously, because it was from the 60s. She's now 65, and uh, she's, gonna send, she's sending the photo to the woman who, who's in the photo. It's a, it's a family photo of her and her parents and her sister. And it's really amazing because, you know, you think nowadays you're like, oh, okay, you know, what if you found a photo that was printed from, you know, 2005 and it's like, oh, somebody's probably got a digital copy of that. You didn't have that, you didn't have that in the 60s. I mean, maybe it had a negative for those of you out there old enough to remember what the hell a film negative is. 
really, it's really crazy. My daughter's never going to, no, she probably, she's going to see a film, but most people's daughters aren't going to see a film, or sons aren't going to see a film negative. We're just, we're a very uh, photography-centric family, so I, like, I still shoot film now and then. Um, but the, good on this woman for taking the time to do it, and it's just a fun story to see. Um, and this is, this is an example, as much as I rail against Twitter, I don't like Twitter, uh, here's where it can be an advantage. You know, we, we've, and I've, I've said that before when, when it comes to campaigns and making a difference socially or whatever it might be, but you're connecting people. This woman may have never seen that photo again if it wasn't for Twitter, and now she's going to have that actual photo of her family from the 60s. It's pretty amazing. All right, let's talk about parenting. Still tons of, oh my God, the defiance in my house is amazing. No, it's, it's a no to everything. Oh my God. I like. I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm just at a point where I'm like, fine, no, no, fine. And it's not like, no, you know, she'll be like, it's time to go to bed. No, no, fine. Then just go put yourself to bed. Like, I'm, I'm being a little, you know, ridiculous. It's not like that, but Jesus, it, it's, it's brutal. Four year olds, man. I don't even know. If you've got a kid and you haven't hit four yet, oh, just, just brace yourself, brace yourself. Uh, I will say. I mean, it's still fantastic. I'm joking. I mean, it's it like I just I told you this morning, my daughter came and just got in a bed and cuddled with me. And I was like, this is great, you know. And um, so, I mean, there's a lot of greatness to it. And and one of a, greatness that's great and cute and also like, oh, OK. Uh, so uh, especially naming animals, my, my daughter, it's almost better when and like stuffed animals or Barbies and stuff come with a name because she, and she always asks, she's like, what's its name? What's her name? What's his name? And so, you know, it's easy. So, like, she has all these Disney Barbies, and it's like, well, it's Pocahontas, that's Moana, that's Cinderella, you know, that's, <laughs> they have names. Uh, but she's not the best at giving things names. In fact, she had this, like, zookeeper Barbie that she got that didn't come with a name. And he said, oh, what are you going to name this? She named it Someone. I don't know. She also has a Barbie named Both. <laughs> Extremely confusing. Because she'll say Both, and I'm like, Both what? She's like, no, Both. Oh, the doll. Okay. Well, recently we got her, uh, she was going through that scared of the dark thing. I, mean, I think I mentioned that a few episodes ago, and she's been okay with it, but um, we have some friends uh, who who have kids, and one their daughter is about the same age as Zoe, and was going through a, uh, a uh, afraid of the dark thing, uh, and it recommended these like stuffed animals, these these plush stuffed animals that, that light up, and so if they get scared at night, they can press a button on it, it lights up like LED lighting inside. It's actually really cool. So my wife's like, cool, ordered one, it came. And here's the thing is my daughter has a bit of, not like a debilitating fear, but she does not like like animated things, you know, um, like thing, you know, like do, 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 dancing and singing things. She does not like them. I've got like a box of them in the garage because both of her grandmothers constant, and I had to be like, stop buying her these things. She doesn't like them. I got a box of them in the garage and she, she gets freaked out by them. So she thought the dog was going to move and sing and stuff. And I was like, no, no, don't talk about the damn batteries yet. So it's like a two-week buildup to finally, and she pet the dog a little bit. It's a, it's a dog. It's a like a little husky, you know. She was like, oh, the doggy. And then finally the other day, she's like, oh, I love this doggy. This doggy loves me. I was like, yes, she's going to, she likes the dog now. So she got a new stuffed animal. It lights up and stuff. And she got, she got over the lighting, but, and she's tucking the damn thing in. She's like, oh, my doggy. So I was like, oh, what are you going to, what are you going to name the doggy? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, you should give him a name. And she looks at the doggy and she goes, cat. 
I was like, Cat? She's like, yeah, his name is Cat. <laughs> Your choice. Your choice. But yes, we now have a stuffed, uh, stu- stuffed? A stuffed dog named Cat in my house. Uh, but really this, this like, and of course, like, it's fine. It's funny. It's cool. But it also got me, and I said this to my wife, I was like, we are not ready to let her name a live animal. (laughs) Can you imagine we get a dog and we have to have 10 years of a dog named something (laughs) like here's something, here's something. (laughs) Good Lord. No. (laughs) And I I mean, I'd get over it, but it's just like, (laughs) oh, and I'm curious any of you out there, parents, like, did you let your, your kid name a pet? Like early on, and it was very strange. Like honest, honest question. I know my my mother let me, and I was very young. I, I was probably I was probably my daughter's age. Uh, let me name the Great Dane that we got as a puppy. Fortunately, I named him Gulliver, so it wasn't like a super. I just happened to be into Gulliver's travels at that time, and I was like Gulliver, not even realizing that he started as this like small dog and then huge. But people love that. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'd be curious for any of you parents out there. Do you have a, do you have a dog or a cat named something, uh, something strange? Put that in finger quotes. Cause who cares? It's, you know, name your animals what you want. But like I said, I don't want to be like calling at the dog park and call, Hey, something, something <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. One more thing in parenting Hercules. Oh Lord. The animated Disney movie, Hercules, uh, my daughter really likes the music from it. Hadn't seen the movie yet. yet we, uh, we pretty much have movie night every Saturday now. So she decided last night we were going to watch Hercules, the Disney version. Uh, I saw it in the theater in 1997. I saw it with, with my two of my young, young cousins. Like, they were super little. I, it was their first movie in the theater, I believe. And I was, a, uh, I was much older than them. Uh, so I hadn't seen it since then. I, I know the songs and stuff, and I was joking tongue-in-cheek with my wife, and I was like, maybe Disney pulled James Woods out of the thing. That'd be great if I didn't have to watch James Woods voice this thing. I'm joking. I know they didn't pull James Woods out. Uh, but I'm watching it with my daughter, and it gets to, it, like, throughout it, but it get, there's a certain point, and I could tell she was a little bit freaked out. There's a part where Hercules, like, fights his dragon, and she was like, and the dragon just keeps, like, multiplying. And spoiler alert, I guess, get over it. If, if you're really going to get mad at me for a spoiler from a 1997 animated Disney movie. Uh, and I could tell she, it freaked her out a little bit. And as we're watching, my wife's watching it. And she watched, like, two-thirds of it and then got up to, to uh, start making dinner while we finished. And Because uh, I say movie night. It's like movie afternoon. And, uh... Like, there were certain parts throughout the movie, and, and, and my wife came back in the room at one point, and she goes, you know, I forgot, this, and Hercules is one of those, it's definitely, um, it's definitely geared toward adults, a little more, like, a lot of Disney movies are, but this one is geared toward adults even more, I would say, than, a, very much adult, like, not adult humor, but adult type humor that, you know, maybe kids aren't getting, it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily inappropriate, uh, but if you're like me, and you have either haven't seen Hercules at all, uh, or haven't seen it in, you know, like 20 plus years. Pre-screen that. In fact, my wife and I last night we were like, do we need to start pre-screening movies? And, I'll, and I said to her, I was like, I, I told, and I said to my wife, I was like, I haven't seen Hercules since it was in the theater, uh, but we own the DVD because my wife likes Hercules. She really loves the music. And, but she, and she's like, oh, I guess I, I just forgot. I was like, okay, so we're going to, we need to pre-screen movies from now on, unless we're certain. 
you know, because there, there's some stuff that's fine. And that's the other thing is I, I went to look at the rating and I was like, did, and at first I was like, did I accidentally put on a PG-13 movie for my four-year-old? I went and looked at the ratings, G, G, <laughs> like this is not a G movie. I don't think that would get a G rating uh, in 2021. I just don't think it would. Uh, so be careful with that one, Hercules. Your kid's going to be fine, but just be prepared that it's, there's a little more to that one uh, than there are a lot of other Disney movies, you know, like like Zootopia, for example. Like, no, it's, there's not near as scary of a part in Zootopia. I mean, for those of you familiar with with uh, with Greek mythology, Greek and Roman mythology, like they go to the underworld and there's a bunch of de- dead people floating in the sticks, and you're like, uh, uh, "Sorry, kiddo, I don't," I, and you know, questions, and you're like, "Ah." I don't even know how. Yeah. So be careful with that one. Hercules. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some common sense. Oh, I apologize for the F-bombs that are inevitably coming in a few minutes here. Common sense. Uh, a couple quick ones that I just found interesting. I don't know if this is happening in, in your community, depending where you are, but uh, they just announced the other day that street sweeping in Los Angeles is going to go to every other week. Uh, if you're not familiar with street sweeping, they basically sweep a, a certain street one side and one day and the other side the other day, and you, you don't you can't be parked there. You get a ticket. So now I'm switching this to every other week, which I was like, oh, cool. So some, people aren't going to have to worry about street sweeping anymore. But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, that's going to add some confusion. Uh, so if you're in L.A., I would recommend just follow the signs. Don't be like, which week is it? You know, looking at the sun and no, just <laughs> go by the signs. Parking is confusing enough in Los Angeles, and I know same with a lot of other cities. Um, and this is great if people are able to park, but <laughs> I'm not going to mess with it. Uh, that being said, my car is sitting in my driveway and it hasn't moved in close to a year, so I'm not going to be, you know. And my wife, I, my wife's car leaves a little bit to go to the grocery store. <laughs> like that's about it. Um, parks back in the driveway, so it's in a parking lot or the driveway. Not a lot of uh, crazy downtown street parking right now. Um, I was see, I was watching a commercial the other day, and I feel like I've mentioned this before, but from a common sense standpoint, I just want to just want to point something out. Um, you see all these like laundry scented things, scented laundry detergents, but now also these things are like throw this in there, and your laundry's gonna smell great for five years, and you're like, okay, you don't, okay, I don't know that I need this. Um, and I'm all for clean smelling laundry, but just, just, just hear me out here. Wall fans, common sense dictates that if you use like a bath towel four or five times, and this was a commercial I saw, like towel smells, still smells great after five uses or something. I don't quote me on that, but if your towel still smells like perfume after like five uses, I mean, that's nice, but that's called chemicals. I mean, you know, have nice smelling stuff, but just think about where that stuff's coming from. It's funny. I have a very small apartment building next door to my house. Like, it's all houses around here in this weird, like, I mean, there's apartments around other streets, but on my streets, all houses, with the exception of one, like, four-unit apartment building that's, like, the size of a large house. And uh, the laundry room for them is, like, on the side of the building. And if I'm walking down the side of my house, I can smell it every now and then. And every once in a while, like, I can tell somebody's using some of that crazy shit, and you can just, my whole backyard, like, smells. Because it's just wafting over there from a laundry room. And just consider those things, wall fans. Like, it's great. Smell good and everything. Uh, chemicals aren't necessarily great for you, though. I would recommend using a free and clear laundry detergent. Uh, and just, just, you know, wash yourself. Keep yourself clean and, 
you know, wear a shirt once or twice and throw it in the wash. Like, it's not that hard. I don't need, I don't want my closet smelling like the fucking perfume section at a department store. It's just crazy. All right, more common sense. Zlatan. I can't even remember his last name. Personally, I don't care. The dude played in, he's a soccer player or football. Uh, Dude played in LA for a little while. I think he's now playing, you know, in Europe or something somewhere. Uh, he decided, when he was doing an interview the other day and decided to throw some shade at LeBron. And he said, LeBron James should learn to just stick to his sport. This is something we often hear from politicians and people in society. And they're like, oh, just dribble, just play, just blah, blah. You know, keep your mouth shut. Uh, now, of course, let, let's just, let's think about this for a minute. So Zlatan takes a minute to call out LeBron and says that he should just stick to sports. Maybe take your own advice. Follow your own advice. Stick to sports. Don't get involved. If you don't think other people should get involved, why are you now getting involved? I don't know. Think about that. And then on top of that, on top of that, the stuff LeBron has done is just, it's it. He's done so much good for so many people in this in this country, and especially like. Uh, in Cleveland there. He's literally opened schools. He's registered people to vote. He he made, he o- helped open up massive voting centers throughout the country during the election. We need people like LeBron. We need we need this. So I'm sure Zlatan just found an opportunity to uh to insert himself in the news cuz honestly I've I'd heard his name. I think he's a really good soccer player. I, I the name rang a bell, but see I can't even remember his last name. Uh, I think he's a pretty good soccer player, but just needed to insert himself into the media. And Common Sense says, if you're going to tell someone else to stick to sports, maybe you should also stick to sports. You're not even in the same sport. You're not even in the same country. Also fun. There's plenty of athletes that speak. I mean, we've seen this early on with athletes. Muhammad Ali was a, was a huge uh, proponent of human rights and, and all kinds of other things. It, it's, just, it's not new. Not new at all. Oh, boy. CPAC is going on right now. In fact, I th- I think the Orange Menace spoke right before I came in to record. I didn't look at it yet. CPAC, the uh, Conservative Political Action Committee, they're having their conference or whatever this weekend in Orlando. Uh, the other day, Don Jr. came out there, of course, coked out, out of his mind, uh, and just started ranting and raving. And one thing, I don't want to get into all that stuff politically and everything else. I do want to say that he came out and claimed, and I quote, that the left canceled the Muppets. Again, the left canceled the Muppets. Uh, quick fact check will tell you that is incorrect. In fact, the Muppets are the Muppet Show. It's currently available on Disney Plus, as I have spoken of ev- almost every single episode of the Muppet Show. The only thing he could possibly be talking about. Is there has been there is one or two episodes that were removed, uh, and there were a couple of scenes that were, were removed. I didn't even take the time or energy to look into this because I knew that these th- there was nothing wrong with doing this. But I will give you the example of the couple things that were removed. Uh, one of the scenes removed was a Johnny Cash musical performance, and you might say, "Well, why is Johnny Cash's musical performance removed?" Oh, because he was playing, doing his performance right in front of a Confederate flag. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead, nix it. We can go see Johnny Cash somewhere else. Uh, and one of the episode or one of the episodes that was removed from Disney Plus for streaming, uh, and again, I didn't look in-depth into this, but I do know this is a fact, uh, was an episode, w- because if you're familiar with The Muppet Show, they're all, they all have, uh, they have a guest host every episode. 
Uh, it was an episode hosted by somebody that they later found out was uh, either a pedophile or uh, like in possession of child child pornography. Yeah, uh, we don't need that episode in there. Uh, but what I will what I will say to coked out Don, Don Jr. Most importantly, keep the Muppets out your fucking mouth. Just keep them out your mouth. You're not worthy of the Muppets. Don't mention them again. Go rant and rave about something else. How much better the cocaine is in Florida than it was in New York? I don't know. What? It, what just what, it's fucking moron. And then of course we have uh, we have Ted Cruz at CPAC. I, I fail to understand at all how anyone can support this this I don't know he's not even a man. How anyone can support this 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 thing. I won't even call him a human being. How anyone can support this vile thing that is Ted Cruz. Uh, he joked about going to Cancun while he was at CPAC. Made a joke about it while people died in Texas. In his state. While people died. And AOC and Beto O'Rourke were raising over five million dollars to help people. And he's joking about it at CPAC. Uh, and then, of course, I'm sure you've seen the meme for this, unless you're hiding under a rock or just really avoiding it. The whole freedom thing. It's, it's astounding to me that anybody has any respect whatsoever for this guy. And on top of that, the dude doesn't like he's quoting a Mel Gibson uh, character from a movie. I don't think he realizes that Mel Gibson isn't in, isn't actually William Wallace. But like that's. It became a little bit obvious uh, watching clips from that. And then, of course, of course Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, who appears to be the the the, the feminine side of, of CPAC here. Um, I encourage you to check that out. Just just go look up Kimberly Guilfoyle. She came out doing some weird, strange dance on stage because that fits in with Conservative Political Action Committee. Let me shake my ass real quick in front of y'all. And again, I have no problem with shaking your ass, but what the fuck is going on here? Are you having a conference? Or are you having a dance party? Come on now. And and here, here's two things to point out. There was a politician years ago uh, who who basically got pushed out of politics because he, he did like a yeah thing. Even more subdued than Ted Cruz's freedom thing. And as far as dancing, I'd like to remind everyone a few years ago, uh, the Republicans freaked out because uh, AOC was there was a video that that was uncovered where she's dancing in a video when she was in college she's just dancing not even provocatively dancing but here we have kimberly guilfoyle who's dancing provocatively i have no problem with it but the hypocrisy is always as always is astounding with the with the republican party astounding to the point that there was a goddamn golden trump statue that they wheeled into this fucking conference a golden trump statue this is the this is the 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 party of christians Christians, but we know based on that, that none of these Republican Christians have read the fucking Bible. That's a pretty easy thing. I learned that when I was like five, it's part of the fucking Moses story. It's a golden calf. They, they wheeled in a fucking golden calf. I I don't even know what to say anymore about the Republican party. I I'm not political. I'm not, I'm not a Democrat. I don't like Democrats either, but holy shit. It's a gold statue of the fucking orange one. Wearing American flag board shorts and sandals. And here's here's the best part. Holding a wand with a star at the end of it. My daughter has one of those same kind of wands. She likes to run around and play with it. I don't know why he's holding a wand. Trump, the golden calf. I, I, you can't make this shit up. You can't like if you came, if you pitch this to a studio executive, 
up until this weekend, they would have laughed at you. They'd been like, no, that doesn't work. That's too too ridiculous. <laughs> uh, one more thing in common sense. For anybody out there who's still a Trump supporter, I don't think we really have many Trump supporters listening to the podcast unless they're related to me uh, and have to or something. Uh, but we, we now know that during Trump's four years in office, he actually made $1.6 billion dollars Uh, basically profiting off the office, the office of president. Uh, Based on that, I don't want to hear anybody, anybody ever say anything ever again about the fact that he donated his salary. Because that was basically like, here, I'm going to throw away these pennies so I can go make this, these, this hundreds of dollars over here. Like, (laughs) common sense. Can't do it anymore with these people. I can't, I can't do it anymore with these people. Like, what, what do you do? The golden, I, yeah, that, that, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the golden cap. Like, read the fucking Bible. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> or just watch Ten Commandments. Watch the Charlton Heston film. You don't even have to read the Bible. Watch the film. Of course, then, uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz will probably think that Charlton Heston's actually Moses. So we need to be careful of that. Don't show Ted Cruz that, because much the way that he thinks t- uh, Mel, Mel Gibson is uh, William Wallace, he'll probably then start thinking that Charlton Heston is actually Moses. All right, entertainment news. Let's just move past that. I know, I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm going to need a drink after ranting about the golden calf there. Entertainment news. Dropkick Murphys had an announcement this week. They've got a new album coming. It's called Turn Up the Dial, and it's out April 30th. That's right, April 30th, new Dropkick Murphys album, Turn Up the Dial. They did release a new track called Middle Finger. I like the track. Uh, it's very much Dropkick Murphys, um, what you would expect from them. I, I love Dropkick Dropkick Murphys, as you know. I mean, my name is Sean O'Rourke. I'm, I'm, and I, I love punk rock, so I'm required to, uh, pretty much required to like the Dropkick Murphys. Uh, one, one other thing I will say, and this, like I said, check out the song. It's on YouTube. It, it's out there, and and uh, you can pre-order the album on vinyl, on CD, on digital. Uh, but I will say, I'm, I'm loving the album design because it's, it's got that pink and green, like neon, not like super bright neon, but that kind of pink and green scheme that you you think of like kind of makes you think of the 80s Uh, i love that color combo it's just it's one of my favorites in fact my uh my uh my backpack right here my custom vans backpack has green and pink on it along with the checker because of that um so i'm i'm excited to get get a get a new shirt there uh with some green and pink on it and also saint patty's day live stream uh from dropkick murphy's totally free you'll be able to just follow you know follow them on facebook and all the all the uh, platforms and they'll you'll get notified um with like times and everything. I there's there's an there's event pages for it floating around on Facebook, so just find one of those. Just just Google it. Uh No Effects dropped a new album this week. Uh it has good reviews. I haven't listened yet. I just haven't had time. <laughs> I, I I haven't had time to uh to get into new music cuz when when new music comes out, I like to spend a little bit of time actually listening to it. I obviously I've listened to music this week. I listen to music every day, but sometimes it, I I need to kind of get ready to listen and and focus not focus like but pay attention to a new album so i want to give no effects a good listen here soon um, but like i said good reviews so far so if you're a no effects fan check that out uh, punk rock saves lives uh, they have a comp album coming out on vinyl uh, pirates press is, is is pressing that album uh, a lot of great bands on there one of them being barstool preachers uh, so check that out that is uh, going to be available on may 14th i believe it's up for pre-order so head over to punkrocksaveslives.com uh, and check that one out uh, new bassists against Racist shirt drops tomorrow. 
Today is the last day of February. Tomorrow is officially March, which means head over to chaosmerch.com uh, and check out. I don't even know what who I don't know who the new artist is. I don't know. I know I know you know Paul and Gabby and and Lynn know, but I have no idea. I hope Paul knows. He he made the artwork, so he's got to obviously know. Uh, and of course, I ordered my. My, my Gabby Chaos Basis Against Racist shirt uh, it should be arriving this week. So I'm excited about that one, but check that out, Chaos Merch. Uh, and one last thing I'll leave you with, if you're interested at all, uh, the Golden Globes are tonight. Eh, I don't like awards shows. I Throw all the Golden Globes in the water, <laughs> like I said about the Super Bowl trophies. <laughs> I don't care about award shows. That's why, you know, do your thing. You like award shows? Not for me. Not for me. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us. <clears throat> I'm exhausted. I don't, I, yeah, even despite be, staying in bed till 10, 10 a.m., I'm pretty exhausted. Um, dealing with the website just took it out of me, and I got so much more work to do in here today. It's just going to be, ugh. yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to need a drink today. It is what it is. All right, on that note, on the note that I need a drink, <laughs> uh, don't forget. Follow us uh, on Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. Uh, and of course, head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, and don't forget to bookmark SeanOrourkeLive.com. That will has links to all those things I just mentioned. Uh, yes, the website might still be down for a day or two. The, the website's not down. Just if the, if the homepage looks funky, it's okay. You can still click through and get to everything. Uh, but nonetheless, make sure you're bookmarked there uh, so that even when it's back to full strength, you can get right on there. And please help us out on Patreon and or buy some merch. We could use it. New stuff coming into the studio very, very soon. All right, wall fans, common sensors. This has been episode 37 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It's the Wall, hosted by me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week with episode 38, same wall place, same wall time. And until then, wall fans, common sensors, remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>